Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to HR Work Break. I'm your host, Maddie Collins, editor of HR Daily Advisor. HR Work Break takes a quick but close look at everything human resources. For any HR professional, it's a must listen. I hope you learned something new, take some advice to heart, or simply stay abreast today's trending topics. Now, it's time for a work break. Happy Friday and welcome to HR Work Break. Today, I'm joined by Kylie Luff, Senior HR Consultant at One Digital. One Digital is an online insurance, financial service, and HR consulting platform that provides personalized, tech-enabled solutions for contemporary work-life experience. Kylie, thank you so much for joining the show. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So our topic today is all about retention. So my first question for you is, what is a stay interview and what makes it effective? So a, a stay interview is just a, you know, a casual conversation that management or leadership can have with their tenured long-term employees, their high performers, just to kind of talk about, you know, what they're doing well and what they can improve upon. So obviously they're talking about the employee experience and kind of growth development opportunities within the company and such. Do you have any advice for um, five essential questions to ask during a stay interview? Yeah, so there's many that we suggest for our clients, but I did kind of want to go over, I think, the top five. And obviously, you know, you can modify as needed or again, you know, the conversation is just supposed to be very conversational, very casual. So, you know, in those situations, it can always, you know, lean in a certain direction. Management might have to be kind of quick on their feet to think about how they want to take the conversation and, and where the employees leading the conversation the first one could be if you could change something about your job, you know, what would that be? What do you think of the way employees are recognized in our company or in our organization? What do you think of our work-life balance and how could it be improved? I think this one is especially important to highlight because that's such an issue right now with employees really wanting that in the work environment, that work-life balance. What can I do more or less of as your manager? I think that really builds trust and lends to some good data and some good feedback for the manager, for them to be able to really give some honest guidance or critique of, you know, how their manager seems to be performing in their eyes. And then lastly, you know, what might tempt you to leave would be a good question to ask. So you're really trying to get down to the bottom of what you're doing well, what the organization is doing well. And then what could tempt an individual to leave the organization? So getting that honest feedback is important. Definitely. And it makes me think about how recently people have been starting to phase out the annual performance review, which is often used to kind of get a gauge on how an employee is doing and what an employee expects or wants more from from the company. So what sort of cadence would you recommend for these casual stay interview conversations? I mean, let's be honest, most of the employers that I'm talking to and and the leadership team, they're very busy with their day-to-day. So if an organization's going to begin implementing this practice, I think a realistic goal would be to complete a handful of these stay interviews within, you know, a year, maybe six months if they're feeling ambitious. And again, just kind of get in the groove of this practice see how effective the stay interviews are, what information they are able to collect. And you've got to allow for some time to take action 
on, you know, the feedback that you've received. So I think every six months to a year is probably a good first goal for an employer that hasn't really completed the stay interviews in the past. And speaking toward that feedback that you can gain from a stay interview, what sort of information should you be looking for? And do you have any best practices on how to implement that into your company culture and the employee experience? So in terms of the information and the data collected throughout these conversations, again, it's such a a casual meeting and the questions can vary. And I do think that they're going to be different for each employee, just depending on what that employee is willing to share. And their employee experience is going to vary from the coworkers or peers that the leadership team has selected to complete these stay interviews. So it's going to be all across the board, right? And I think the most important thing for you know leadership to do after they complete this process is really to collect the data, to discuss it as a team and to create that action plan and really try to fill in any gaps that may be a reoccurring theme. I think the aftermath of any of these processes that leadership starts to uncover what are we doing well and what can we improve upon is really the part that I see a lot of employers struggle with or there's no follow-up, if that makes sense. So I think the follow-up is so important. And and I'd say too that communication after you complete the stay interviews and letting the individuals that participated in the process know, you know, hey, here's what we kind of uncovered and we're so thankful for your participation in this process. And here's where we're going moving forward. Here are maybe, you know, the top three items that seem to be a reoccurring theme. And here's what we're thinking about doing with those three items. Right. And so with your experience consulting, have you seen, for example, three items that consistently or are trending as far as methods to retain employees or what employees are looking for from their current employers? I mean, absolutely. I think that there are definitely, you know, themes that continue to come up when you're talking about retention, right? It's the obvious compensation, work-life balance, and some type of flexible work arrangement if the position you know lends itself to the employer being able to offer that to the employee and then you know just opportunities for career growth and advancement so i'd say that those are definitely the top themes that our clients are expressing to us that they're hearing whether it's when they conduct an exit interview or you know if they get the opportunity to get in front of an employee that's leaving the organization definitely And in 2020, 72% of organizations actually held exit interviews, and that can feel like a last-ditch effort or a last-ditch attempt to understand why an employee is leading. So how can HR leaders use stay interviews to both increase retention and get a better sense of what their workforce needs? Well, I think that they're just much more effective than a performance review at times or exit interview, right? So an exit interviews, that may give you some good information, some good feedback, but that employee is already out the door. So they've already found their next job opportunity or, you know, maybe taking some time off, but their mind's already made up, right? So whether or not you're really going to get reliable feedback from that individual is questionable. The stay interview, I think, is extremely impactful because it gives an employee that one-on-one focused time and attention with their manager, with their leader. And again, I've already mentioned this, you know, at the beginning of our conversation, everyone's just so busy and 
in all of the organizations that we work with, leadership is just running, you know, a hundred miles an hour and in, in various directions. And so I do think that making the time to sit with your employees and check in is extremely impactful. You know, it develops trust between the employee and their leader and really makes them feel like their feedback is, you know, a valuable component of where the company wants to go. And I think that that's important. Definitely. Company culture plays a huge role in retention today, I think. Knowing that you're seen and listened to by your leaders, even by having a brief conversation or a casual conversation in the way of a stay interview, can be very validating for employees, especially if they're on the edge of job hunting. Right. Yeah. And so turnover itself is very expensive, and it's something that all HR leaders want to avoid. If, for example, at the end of a stay interview, a leader feels that they're at risk of losing an employee, what can they do to keep them on board? I know that you mentioned earlier that the longer term tactics to improving retention across the board can take more time and effort, but is there anything they can do short term? Well, absolutely. I mean, if they're able to uncover the why and you know they leave that interview with a gut feeling, I might lose this individual. I mean, hopefully that gut feeling is a result of the information that the employees shared during their interview. So if they're able to take action, I think you, you immediately go to either their leader or human resources. And let's say it's all about compensation. So they bring that to the human resources leader's attention and see if there's anything that they can do to fix that. I mean, again, these stay interviews are happening with your tenured long-term employees and your high performers. So you certainly don't want to lose those individuals. I think that immediate action, if that leader feels like that's something that needs to happen, that's their responsibility. And ultimately, you know, that's the organization's goal when you're conducting these stay interviews to uncover anyone that may be heading out the door pretty soon. Yeah. And earlier in our conversation, you mentioned that a positive question that you can ask during a stay interview is how management's doing or what they could do better. So how do you think stay interviews can actually improve team cohesion or multi-department collaboration? Well, I mean, the obvious again, and I know we're kind of being a little bit repetitive here, (laughs) (laughs) is the information that you're going to uncover in this conversation. And I I do think, again, that the manager actually just taking the time to focus on this conversation is valuable and it builds trust. And if they're able to, you know, get honest feedback from their employee on how they can improve, then they need to act on that feedback. And I guess another important point to mention would be, you know, you've got to make sure that your managers, your leadership team that's conducting the stay interviews are open to receiving possible critiques in terms of their performance or management style or whatever it might be. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) And HR itself is a space that's oftentimes very data-driven. So do you think there's a way to kind of marry the qualitative feedback you'll get during a stay interview with more quantitative feedback from an employee survey? I think that the stay interview is going to give you real-time, honest feedback from an employee versus, and I know one of the questions that we talked about you know, prior to the podcast is really making the comparison between the typical employee survey versus the stay interview and how those differ. So the employee survey, I think there's a lot of hesitation from employees to participate in the employee survey for various reasons, right? It's just another thing to do on their, you know, daily task list. 
they worry about confidentiality and they truly, you know, worry about what action is my employer going to take after they receive all this information. And the questions I think just lend themselves to, you know, they're, they're very standard, right? If you've ever taken an employee survey, I think a lot of the questions can be very repetitive across all organizations and industries uh, until you get to, you know, there's typically a handful of open-ended questions at the end of every survey and whether or not an employee really feels like taking the time to, or again, if there's, you know, trust concern or confidentiality concern or really giving honest feedback, I think the employee survey really kind of limits the employer to gather that honest information, honest feedback from an employee. So I think that the stay interview, just if you really establish, you know, trust at the beginning of the interview and the manager really needs to do that with, you know, a great opener and really letting the employee know that I'm, I'm interested, I'm anxious to hear your feedback. And this is a process that we're going to implement now moving forward. And we feel like it's much more valuable than the typical employee survey. And here are the reasons why, right? And so they build that trust, they build that relationship, and they devote that time to the process. And I just think that they're going to get real-time data, real-time feedback about how the employee is currently feeling in their role. And I think that's invaluable for the employer. Yeah, because it could be very challenging to get an accurate pulse or snapshot (laughs) of how employees are feeling, going back to what you said about people's hesitancy to filling out employee surveys. Exactly, yeah. When we, you know, conduct or facilitate an employee survey with a group, that's probably question number one is how do I reassure my workforce that, you know, I'm not going to be able to identify their individual responses. Definitely. Like (laughs) I was talking to my mom the other day, she's a school teacher and they had a personal development day and on an anonymous survey, it still asked for their email and they're like, Hey, (laughs) this isn't anonymous anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That'd definitely be a question we'd recommend removing. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, but I have one final question for you, unless there's anything we haven't covered that you'd like to go into. No, I think we've really covered it all again. It's, you know, it's a fairly quick process and there's just so much trust building that happens when a manager really devotes one-on-one time to an individual and that communication is so important. That feedback is so important. So I think that we've really covered it all and covered how impactful, you know, implementing this process could be for an organization. Yeah, I think it'll be really cool to see how in the future it influences company culture and retention rates at that. But my final question for you is something that I ask all of my guests at the end of this podcast. Since it airs on a Friday, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Well, uh, so our weekends are really busy with volleyball tournaments right now because both of our girls are playing club volleyball. Oh, nice. We won't get a free weekend until the end of May, and we're looking forward to some fun summer plans. But yeah, this weekend we will be at a a volleyball tournament for both girls. (laughs) That's so exciting. What positions do they play? Uh, So my little, my youngest is a setter and my oldest is outside hitter. Oh, that's so cool. Volleyball is such a cool sport. I hope you guys have a really fun time at the tournament and that both of their teams do well. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. And Kylie, thank you so much for joining me today for this conversation. It's been a pleasure. Such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. I really have enjoyed it. Me too. Again, I'm Maddie Collins, and thank you for listening. Join us next Friday or whenever you need a work break.